This is a 980 CKNW podcast. Good morning. It's coming up to 817 on the west coast of Canada. Jill Bennett on vacation. I'm Sterling Fox. Nice to be with you this Saturday morning. Two degrees downtown. Highs to eight and a little bit of sunshine in the forecast for our Saturday. Well, we're going to talk to Rob Williams next. Rob is a self-described man of the people, voice of the fans, and Daily Hive sports editor. Welcome back, Rob. Good morning. Hey, how are you? I'm fine, thank you. Lots to talk about this morning, uh, including, well, let's start with the obvious one. Uh, Gary Bettman in town earlier this week to announce the return of the NHL draft to Rogers Arena in Vancouver next year. The 2019 draft is back in town. Is that good news? I think so, yeah. It's uh, it's it's a fun event. Uh, it's, uh, it's maybe not the most uh, uh, thrilling event to see in person uh, necessarily, but it's I think all of the hoopla and everything surrounding it uh, is going to be a lot of fun for the city. Uh, I was at the last one in uh, in Chicago. Uh, yeah, they have uh, all sorts of events going on. They well, they'll I, I assume they'll, they'll it'll be much the same. They'll have a fan fest for uh, fans to do some interactive activities. Uh, so that that kind of thing is great for kids, especially. Uh, they'll have top prospects all around town. Uh, you know, all of the biggest names in hockey will be there. So. Uh, yeah, no, I think it's it's going to be a, uh, a fun little event for uh, for Vancouver to host. Yeah, I think so, too. We've had it here twice before, and uh, so this will be the third, and uh, uh, one can only hope that the... And, of course, the league does bring all of its stuff with them. They bring all guns loaded to an event like this, and it usually, and especially it's a Canadian city, so you know the place will be packed, too, right, Rob? Oh, definitely. I, tickets for the event are typically pretty pretty reasonable, Uh yeah, no, I, I, and I, <laughs> I expect the Canucks will have a high pick again. Yeah, <laughs> so right. That'll be exciting. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it's it's fun. I mean, the, the, you know, you, you get a chance to boo the Maple Leafs when they get to come out. You get to boo the Bruins. You get to boo Batman. Uh, you get to cheer the Canucks and yell "Go Canucks, go!" And uh, usually, uh, you know, the, the the draft has now become you know really uh, surpassed. I think the trade deadline for the. Uh, the one day of the year where you can count on some big blockbuster trades, and usually Gary Bettman uh, announces those. That's true. Yeah, that's, that's right. Another exciting time uh, for something that, like that to be happening. Now, you, you mentioned a moment ago, kind of jokingly, but I'm afraid we're on the same wavelength here. You're expecting even a year from now that the Canucks are going to still have a very high draft pick. This doesn't uh, this doesn't say a lot for your assessment of the Canucks' performance. Now, they lost in overtime last night, and they lost the, the last game, but the last two games at least, Rob, have been a good show. And for your entertainment dollar, and given the competition for that dollar the Canucks are facing... They'd better put on a good show every night. They've been they've been lots of fun to watch. I mean, especially that Rangers game. I thought that was uh, arguably the most exciting game of the season. And, Agreed. Uh, you know, they they just they don't get the last shot in the in overtime, so you know they they uh, they end up losing the game. But uh, yeah, that, uh, you know, I, I have to say this year. I mean, this year has, has not been a successful one on the ice for the Canucks, but it's been a heck of a lot more exciting to watch. Uh, and more interesting to watch uh, on the ice than the last couple of years uh, under Willie Desjardins. At the very least, uh, we are seeing a, a you know a, a bit of a younger team, I think now, uh, and I think we're definitely seeing 
uh, a more aggressive style of play, a more offensive style of play from Travis Green. Yeah, poor old Willie just spent his whole time in Vancouver behind the bench looking confused, and I don't think that helped fans or the players at all. Perhaps he was a lot more organized that in real life, but my impression was, what the heck is going on here? Was most most of his biggest question for his whole time he was here. Wanted to talk a little bit about the Whitecaps, too, because you wrote a piece in the paper the other day about uh, the Southsiders. Uh, they've got a new watering hole, so the big pregame march is going to be a slightly different route this year, and the first one is going to be tomorrow, Rob. Yeah, that's right. They've uh, uh, they'd been um, over at Granville and Nelson for uh, since they uh, began play at BC Place. Uh, so I, I don't know if if if, uh, if listeners aren't familiar with the Southsiders, aren't familiar with their march to the match. It's it's really a big spectacle. They uh, uh, they they sing and chant and and have uh, all sorts of. Uh, uh, flags and all and all that and, and so that used to go down Granville Street and then down Robson. So if you've seen that before, now they're they're switching it slightly. They're now going to be in, Ga- in uh, Gastown, so they're going to be coming up uh, Hamilton Street and then turning left on to Robson and uh, kind of putting on their their spectacle as they as they usually do. And uh, Carl Valentine's going to be leading the charge tomorrow, so that's going to be setting the uh, Whitecaps legend there. Yeah. Well, and of course, they've, they've been really busy. And Bobby Leonard Doozy is going to be on the program tomorrow on the opening day of the season, Rob. We're quite pleased with that, and he'll tell us a little bit more. But they've been very active right up to and including yesterday with two more signings, for crying out loud. Is this a part of the way they usually operate, or is there a lot more going on prior to the beginning of this season? You know what? There's, there's often a lot of movement in, uh, in MLS, uh, but this has really <laughs> taken the cake uh, we, we had an article up uh, by our soccer guy, uh, Jorge Mendoza, uh, a few days ago, uh, kind of outlining all the new players on the team, and, and there's nine new players yeah, exactly. joining the team this year. And not all nine will be in, in their starting lineup, uh, but since that article went up a couple of days ago, they've added two more players. So um, Tim Parker, I think, is the, that's that's really the big move that uh, that kind of got everyone's attention. That um, uh, the uh, central defender uh, was traded uh, uh, yesterday to New York, yeah. and that was kind of in a in a move where he, uh, I think, he wanted more money than the Whitecaps were willing to, to give him, and and uh, he requested a trade. And by all accounts, they, they did well in, in the trade. They, they, you know, especially considering you're trading a player that's unhappy. Uh, they've got a, uh, a Brazilian midfielder in return, uh, Felipe Martins. So he's uh, Apparently a pretty creative, uh, creative player. So uh, you know, as most Brazilian uh, soccer players are. So uh, it'll be exciting to see all these new players. It's going to be a, a really a, a completely different overhauled team uh, than we saw last year. And the gathering, by the way, the gathering point for the big march from the Southsiders to the march to the match. They'll all because uh, t- the new watering hole is down in Gastown, as you mentioned. Uh, if they move from Doolins down to the Blarney Stone, uh, but if you want to take part in the march to the match and don't necessarily need to get gassed in the process, uh, you can you can hang out at Victory Square and then everybody will sort of assemble there and that rowdy march to the match begins. I uh, wanted a very quick touch on the Seattle situation back to hockey for a minute Rob uh, it took uh, other teams who have gone through this necessary step of uh, looking for possible season ticket commitments it's taken other teams weeks to get to what the it took minutes to get to in Seattle they've they've had 26,000 deposits for season tickets that's remarkable 
Yeah, it really is. I mean, they they were. I mean, it, it is a refundable deposit. Yes, but I think nevertheless, um, putting down five hundred dollars uh, for a seat or a thousand dollars for club seat, uh, I don't think you do that unless you're pretty serious about about uh, about uh, buying tickets. And mm-hmm. they, I mean, they got ten thousand in twelve minutes. That's right, and that was and that was with a, an online system that crashed. I mean, they had so many people. Uh, it crashed and was pretty slow to begin with. And they, after an hour, they had twenty five thousand. Uh, and then I think for, for some perspective, uh, they went through the same process with uh, Vegas a couple of years ago. Uh, it took them eighteen months to get to sixteen thousand. Yeah, so they clipped that an hour, and it took them two days to get to five thousand. So, uh, yeah, it's really exciting. I think if there was any doubt uh, that Seattle. Uh, would be a, a very good uh, NHL market. I think all of those doubts are gone now. I, I, I have to say, I, I, I think it's, I, I think it's going to be a slam dunk in in, in uh, Seattle, especially if they don't have a basketball team. Uh, I think it absolutely will work well in Seattle. Interesting stuff. One can look forward to the I five rivalry in the, the years ahead. Rob, good to talk to you again. Thanks for taking a few moments out of your Saturday morning. Good to have you back on the show. You've been listening to a 980 CKNW podcast. Listen live at cknw.com, the Radio Player Canada app, TuneIn, Amazon Alexa, HD Radio at 101.1 FM HD2, and on the AM dial, 980 CKNW.